Hello Libra friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Libra December 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Libra is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Libra placement you're listening for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Libra friend, so birthdays around October 15th through the rest of the sign or Libra degrees 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Scorpio report as your very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. I'm calling the theme of this report 2023 wrap up and 2024 sneak peek. We're going to cover lots of layers to better understand the energy of December. And also we're going to look at some long-term planet uh, transits that have been in effect for 2023 and will continue into 2024. So you can have an understanding of themes that have been present this year and will also carry into next year. I have been alternating doing a pretty slideshow with working on the chart, um, you know, as the visual in my YouTube version of this. Um, of course, you all listening to the podcast, you're not seeing the visual, but if you are watching the visual, I have been alternating month to month where I do the chart one month and the slideshow one month. What I'm trying this month is I'm going to give you a picture of the chart here at the beginning. Uh, for those of you who are interested in following along with the chart, you can take a screenshot or take a photo of the chart. And then I'll go back to the pretty slideshow. And then if I refer to things in the chart, I'll describe where they are. So for people who are interested in having the chart, you can do it that way. And then for everyone else, you can see the pretty slideshow. Okay. So that's what we're going to try this month. So here's the chart. Take your pictures of it. This is the Libra uh, visual, and I'll be referring back to this. Okay. And now here the pretty pictures are, and we will get going. We've got a lot to celebrate this month, and I'm going to go in order um, with the things I have on my list to discuss. Some of the things we're going to talk about are general truths for the month, meaning every zodiac sign will experience them. And then we will also dive deeply into some short-term transits, specifically for Libra, and we'll also um, dive into some long-term transits that have been in effect for 2023 and will continue in 2024. The first piece of news that I'm excited to celebrate is that we finally have a shift in the sweet to salty aspect ratio. Okay, so I always look at how many aspects do we have in a month where the planets are getting along and tend to bring nice ease and grace and smoothness and blessings that are easy to receive. And how many aspects are connecting where the mathematical angle is tough, where the goodies may come from hard work or pressure or, you know, challenges or nuisances. Um, and for many months in a row, we've had an imbalance with the salty, which are the challenging ones being more. But this month, we finally have a shift back to where we have more sweet aspects. So the nuisance aspects will be there, but we have more sweet connections. So that's exciting. Something else that's exciting, and this is especially relevant for Libras, is we're exiting eclipse season. Since the spring of 2023, or fall for you all down under, we started a um, an Aries-Libra eclipse cycle that will be in effect for a couple of years. So that means people with Aries and Libra placements are in the hot seats for radical transformation, radical changes, major endings, major new beginnings, lots of chapter um, changes, and lots of matrix-breaking types of energy and trajectory shifts, lots of karma being cleared, and lots of new openings and possibilities coming through. Some of these things can be amazing, things you've always wanted, massive clearing of karma in a short amount of time. But some of these things have been stressful 
even with the positive things, sometimes change is challenging. So September, even really starting in October, September, October, November, or actually August, August, September, October, November, we were really, we're in the brunt of eclipse season. Okay. And I'm excited to report that now we're at the tail end. So while you may see some changes and some more information coming through from the things that have happened, we're starting to take our finger out of the electric socket finally and not feeling like we're getting electrocuted um, and our nervous system being constantly zapped. I say our because I have Aries rising, so I have been going through this intensity with you. Um, so changes to our me, we sector, my stuff, our stuff from the close out of that Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. If you're interested in understanding the eclipse cycles, listen back to my September, October, November reports because I do a deep dive. But for this month, I'm just going to mention that we are at the tail end of that. So the intensity from those changes should be getting lighter now. That's a lot to celebrate. Okay. So from October 7th through November 25th, we're in a golden period uh, for the retrograde. So personal planet retrogrades, Mercury, Venus, Mars, we don't have them. We don't have their shadow periods for most of October and November. Okay. So that means if you're listening to this early, this is an easier time for scheduling all of your maintenance appointments, your doctors, your cars, getting everything done. It's an easier time for making those big changes that come from those eclipse possibilities. And then once we get in December, we kind of have that fog of Mercury retrograde starting to cloud again. Might make it a little harder for late holiday shoppers. So if you're listening to this early, use that golden period in October and November to get as many things as you have to get done that need clarity and that need ease in scheduling and need, you know, if you're trying to cast plans into the future, it's going to be easier in those months. Then as the end of November comes into December, um, November 25th starts the shadow period. So basically try to get your uh, holiday shopping done by the, with the Black Friday weekend, okay, by that time. And then you'll you'll stay out of most of the mischief. So Mercury will officially go retrograde December 12th, and it will be retrograde until January 1st of 2024, and the post-transit shadow period will go until January 21st. All right, so we're going inward and backward. This is a time where we're shifting from active web weaving. Okay, so October and November is a time to go put your webs in all of these different places and expand and launch and make the big decisions, the purchases and the sales and all of that and the moves and everything. And now in December... We're sitting back a little bit and we're letting things, letting the food come to us, as I always like to say. Okay. So this is a time you can repair some webs. You can do some little improvements of your, your webs, you know, meaning the things you have out there in the world or your systems. But really, we're not going to try to force things to happen. We're not going to try to launch things or make big decisions because the energy lends itself more to, um, shorter term agreements and not being able to see as much into the future. Now, at the same time as Mercury is going uh, retrograde, Jupiter is going to go direct. So certain things that started to go to sleep or lose steam around September, you may notice that those things come back alive again. And since our big gas giant Jupiter is bigger and more influential and badder, not badder in a bad way, it's actually the, the great benefic, a planet of luck, but you know, more powerful than Mercury, there are some things that will start to move forward, even but despite our little Mercury going retrograde. But you will see both things at play. It will be hard to schedule things, but yet your vision for the future might come alive. But trying to make plans for that Mercury will interfere with that. So this is more of like a lifting of the fog of a bigger vision, a bigger direction, a bigger plan, um, and more inspiration and ambition coming back to those bigger storylines. But as for like 
the day-to-day things, you're pretty much going to be working with whatever comes into your web. We've had an excess of Scorpio energies um, over the, over these months, and we do have another um, run of that here in December with Venus doing a full circuit through Scorpio. And that's going to keep this energy of emotion, heavy emotion, deep emotion, deep emotional connections, um, you know, uniting with others in meaningful ways, psychological and spiritual breakthroughs. Those storylines will still be there, but they'll fall more into the backdrop. Now, for Libras, this specifically activates your second house of finances. That, that's been very active from the eclipse. That's been active from Jupiter being in Taurus, which rules the second house. And, um, you also have Pallas Athena in the second house. So if you're looking at the chart, you can see in the bottom left of the chart, there's the Venus symbol. And then below it, there's like a diamond with a plus. That's Pallas Athena. Venus starts out the month in Libra. So you've got a few more days of it, um, being in your sign. And then Venus and Pallas will be activating your second house. Venus can bring blessings and income and um, material items to come in. Pallas can bring strategy, strategy and boldness as it relates to financial endeavors. But do keep in mind the Mercury retrograde and balance that boldness. Now, the big stars of the show this month are the Sagittarian energies. They're taking center stage with the sun, Mercury going from Capricorn back into retrograde into Sag, Mars, and then we have the planet Ceres. You can, if you're looking at the chart, you can see, see the, in the, the yellow ring in the center, there's a three that denotes the houses. Okay. So houses or fields of experience we have as humans. And the third house, you can see this cluster. There's the question mark looking thing that Sirius is actually a, a scythe, you know, used to cut down wheat. So, um, bringing, uh, harvest, harvest energy and Mars bringing activity and obsessiveness and action and the sun bringing brightness and lightness and, um, warmth. And then Mercury will go back into retrograde. So everything having to do with the third house is lit up beautifully at this time. This has to do with your communication, social interactions, things with relatives, basically everyone other than your parents or kids, although those can be accentuated in other areas, but specifically this house of family, communication, writing projects, travel, um, vehicles, all of that, those energies are coming up very strongly. This may be a time where you get back in touch with friends or family members, and maybe you're seeing friends and family members because of the holidays. The more you can make plans in pencil this month rather than in pen and just leave some gray area around timing, the better everyone will be off. Okay. So if you can be a little bit lighter on what you expect from other people, as far as people following through and be a little lighter on yourself, then you'll be able to honor those Mercury retrogrades, which tend to shift schedules, um, sometimes last minute. But that does leave us open for last minute magic. So maybe you'll find yourself packing to go on a trip last minute that either you didn't think was going to happen or that just came in out of the blue. Lots of travel energy because the Sag energy is long distance travel. The Gemini energy, which is this third house, is short distance travel. And all of it shows us movement. So Libras are going to be very busy physically this month, moving around, doing lots of things, interacting with people. It's a gregarious sort of energy. The Sagittarian energies also make a beautiful angle for Libra placements. This is much better than, you know, some of the energies we've walked through with Scorpio. There was so much there. Now it's in a nice angle for you, offering opportunities. And as I always like to call them, the ingredients on the counter type of energy, which means that you might not get handed a pie, but you might get handed the ingredients to make one. And if you use them, 
then you can have a nice pie. So that's pretty exciting because it's perfect pie time, right? Sagittarius energies will also bring much needed lightening of the heaviness of these prolonged Scorpio transits. And it will bring optimism, expansion, good moods, fun, those kind of things. And a tendency to overdo. Okay, so just be careful with your overdoing, spending, partying, um, committing. You know, this isn't a time to overcommit, but it's a time where you might say yes more than you should. So just kind of keep that in mind. Okay, so I've got two important dates I'm going to point out. If you are a person that loves to know about the dates and the aspects and what you can expect, then you will love to be in my free VIP community. So you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. The link is underneath the podcast or um, or video, and I'll give it to you again at the end. But um, if you just put your name and email address in at AnnieHelpsYou.com, then you'll join my free email community and you'll get my write-up for the month, which includes... The sweet, and I, I send that out one month early. So the sweet and salty dates, my favorite dates, the ones to be most awareful and careful of, um, and just a nice written write-up of the highlights of the month. So if you're into that, plus I send out astrology education newsletter and sometimes little reminders, like I just sent my crew out a reminder that we're in this golden period when I'm recording this. Um, we're in that October 7th through November 25th. Uh, take your big actions and move forward and throw your messages in a bottle out because the tides are going out and you can take things out far and wide when you do them at this time. So I sent a little reminder out to my email community and those are the types of things you get as part of my um, VIP community. Okay, so the two dates we're going to talk about. First is December 12th. So along with the Ceres, um, Mars, Sun, Mercury going into retrograde, all that into Sag. We also have a new moon in Sagittarius, December 12th at 20 degrees. So this can bring new blessings, you know, anything having to do with Sagittarius teaching, learning, um, international business connections, languages, immigration, uh, expansion of anything, optimism, expanding of viewpoints, broadening of horizons. And so you might see some extra doses of that in the days around December 12th. And the closer you are to 20 degrees, so we'll say 15 degrees to 25 degrees, and the closer you are to 20 degrees of Libra, the more you get a 60 degree positive kiss from this new moon. So that's basically around October 5th through October 15th, and the closer to around October 10th, the more you get the kiss from that moon. But you're not left out if you're not in that zone, you just might notice it more. The days around December 26th, so where we have a lot of holidays occurring, there's the full moon at almost five degrees of Cancer. So this can bring fullness, completion, fruition, drama, for better or worse, um, in the energy of home and family and real estate. So look out for that. That is in a tough angle for Libras. So, you know, there may be some things to deal with there, but sometimes those pressure points aren't bad events. They're just something you have to work for to get. Like, let's say... You're working on a project, you're doing something with your family, maybe it requires a lot of planning and that's stressful, but then it creates this beautiful family event, you know, so it shows that you're going to be working to do something, it will be related to family, and it also may be related to work and career, or things having to do with father figures or mother figures, um, because the energy is up there in the 10th house. Okay, so now let's talk about some long-term themes. Now we've been talking about the inner planets, the ones closer to us, that are shorter in their duration of influence as they move through the zodiac signs. And that's why they change, you know, week to week or month to month or whatever it is. And that that's what makes 
energies different each month from a horoscope perspective. Something that is the same many months and sometimes years, many years in a row, is these outer planets, the ones further from us. They take longer to move around their orbit and they kind of hang out in an area of your life for a long period of time. So we're going to talk about some of these themes that have been in effect for 2023, in some cases for long before, that will also continue into 2024, and in some cases far beyond then, to help you understand these energies at play. All right, so the first one has to do with, let's see, it's Pluto. Okay, we've been talking about this if you've been listening to my reports. If you're new to my channel, this will be maybe new for you. And otherwise, if you have, this is a recap. Pluto has been dancing along the edge of late Capricorn into early Aquarius, and it will continue doing that into, you know, next year, 2024 as well. So this is clearing up some things that had started in 2008 regarding your home and family and housing and real estate. There's still a storyline that's, that's, um, you know, finishing up here. And what's also happening at the same time is this influence in the fifth house plus the beginning of a trine, an over 20 year trine for Libras because a trine, well, a trine is the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. It occurs when there are planets in the same sign. And so you're starting this beautiful, 20-year period. See, you've been in a period since 2008 where Pluto has been squaring your placement. So that could be pretty tough. Some of you might have been having some kind of trouble for that long with Pluto, you know, being a nuisance that way. Um, but now you'll have this long period of time where it's, you know, the other way, where it's a nice angle. And this can bring in your true love. This can enhance your current relationship. This can give you blessings in the area of children, creativity, uh, your individual gifts, talents, hidden talents that may come out. Uh, I like to call it the bucket list energy. So this could be a time where you're harvesting. Basically, work that you've done in the past is allowing you to have fun now. And so you could be going off and doing a bunch of things that you've always wanted to do. Okay, then we have Saturn. Saturn's just leaving um, Aquarius this year, 2023 to 2026. Saturn will be in Pisces, which for Libra is in the sixth house of health and some other things, which I'll get into here in a second. But I want to talk about Saturn gifts because when Saturn basically busts, busts chops, as I like to describe it, you know, wants to bring discipline, there's heaviness, there's reality, there's work. And it's been working through this same sector that Pluto is now starting to enhance. Saturn has been there for years where it was making you work harder with things with your creativity or stifling or not inspiring or bored or, you know, interruptions with things having to do with children or trying to have children or issues, you know, interruptions to romance. But now that Saturn is, has left there, you can start to get the Saturn gifts. So Saturn busts your tops and then brings gifts. So you might notice gifts in those areas are starting to show up, not just from Pluto influencing there in the trine, but also from Saturn having left and giving you a gift. Now, if you're a later degree Libra friend and you're talking about a Placidus chart, you may still have longer to go with Saturn in that house. So if you're still feeling the heaviness there, it may be a little longer for it to get out for you. In the whole house chart, it's gone. Okay, but in the Placidus chart, later degree friends are still working with Saturn there a little longer. Neptune is now dancing in the late degrees of Pisces, which means it's getting closer to Aries. Now, it won't start doing its dance in Aries until between 2025 and 2026, 
but the influence is starting to happen. So you might be noticing, and this is kind of coinciding with the energy of the eclipses as well. You might be noticing dissolving of relationships, pressure on relationships, addictions within relationships or people that you're in relationship with having addictions or codependency, these types of themes coming up. For some people, it could be um, a spiritualizing of your relationships. So, you know, stepping into more spiritually focused relationships. And this can be romantic, friends, business, and other. So that's a storyline that has been going on and it will continue into 2024. Okay, so then we have Jupiter transiting through the eighth house. And this is from May 2023 to May 2024. This is a time where earning or not earning, winning money or having inheritances or finding money or sweepstakes, lotto, you know, just money coming to you from other people, spousal, familial, is more supercharged. So you may find that that happens. If you need angel gifting money, if you need a loan to buy a house or start a business, Jupiter is your friend for that year, May 2023 to May 2024. And again, if you are a late degree friend, so basically if your birthday or your placement's later in the sign, you know, so basically those same friends who I said, listen to the Scorpio report, that grouping, Again, Jupiter may be there longer for you than May 2024 in the Placidus chart. Um, but, you know, everybody's going to be working with it until May, at least. And Uranus is there bringing some surprises, some volatility, but also bringing some genius, some insights out of the blue, some surprising futuristic ideas, and possibly some eccentric interesting, futuristic type of people into your relationship space. So that's always interesting. That's been in effect and that will continue to be in effect next year. If you want to know more about how the stars are affecting you, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Put your email address and name in there. Join my free VIP community, get all your goodies, get all of my informative newsletters. And you can also join my secret star portal, which has my um, the new home for my written horoscopes. And I've got so much more in there, tons of archives and new content monthly. And it's a good way to learn astrology and to dive deeper into my work. And if you want to Go even deeper into my work. You can join one of my courses. Um, all of this is at AnnieHelpsYou.com. So you can see my Basics and Beyond course. Or if you want to take your love of the stars and earn money from it, you can take advantage of my 20 years of being a professional, successful professional astrologer and 25 years of me being an entrepreneur, 17 years of having a successful online business. Um, yes, I was very ahead of the curve that way. So... Um, you get that incorporated into the course. So you can see my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Certification course at anyhelpsyou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and wrap up to your year and I'll see you next month and year. Goodbye.